Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the program in which we study one chapter of Tanakh in each podcast. My name is Yitzhak Et Shalom. I'm delighted to be studying with you here at TanakhStudy.com. We're studying Sefer Divrei Hayamim and now about to look at Divrei Hayamim Bet, Perak Lamed Gimel, the chapter that deals with the wicked king Minasheh. Important to note two significant differences between the report about Menashe here in Divrei Amim, as opposed to that in Melachim. I'll point them out as we come along. They are intertwined and very significant. Uh, Menashe, of course, is the son of Chizkiyahu, who died um, after a reprieve on his life, uh, that God extended his life, and he was presented as a, an extremely righteous king. Ben we're in Pasuk Aleph. He was 12 years old when he took over. He ruled for 55 years. Nobody ruled longer. He did that was evil in God's eyes, just like the abominations of the nations that Hashem had dispossessed from in front of Bnei Yisrael. Which, of course, is very surprising, because here he is so wicked, and yet he is successfully rules, or is able to rule for 55 years. He went back and rebuilt the Bamot, that his father, Chizkiyahu, had destroyed, he rebuilt those Bamot. And again, as we spoke, as we spoke about in the previous podcasts, unclear whether the Bamot were Bamot to Hashem, or Bamot to Avodah Zarah, Certainly, Bamot of Avodah were destroyed by Chizkiyahu. Question is whether also Bamot Lashem. We'll see some answers in this parish. So it sounds from here as if, besides rebuilding the Bamot Lashem that Chizkiyahu destroyed, he also set up Mizbachot for Baal, the common Canaanite gods. Vayas Asherot, he set up Asherah, which is the consort of Baal, the tree. Here's something new we have not heard of yet. He also bowed to the heavenly hosts, to the stars, and worshipped them. He actually built altars in the precincts of the, of the Mikdash. The same place that Hashem had said, in Yerushalayim, I will have my name rest forever. In both of the of the uh, courtyards of the Mikdash, he built to the heavenly hosts. He also had his brought his children to the fire in Gehinom that we have heard about before. He he engaged in all sorts of um, divinations and wizardry. and necromancy. He did great evil in the eyes of Hashem to anger him. So far, everything here matches what we know in Sefer Melachim. Vayasem et Pesel HaSemel Asher Asad. Melachim et Pesel Asherah. But he put an image of 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 this idol that he made. Beveta Elohim Asher Mar Elohim Al David Al Vashlomo Vno. Right? Does that Shalom Asher Bachar? Because of Nei Yisrael Simet Shmi Le'Elom. Um, that, uh, he put the image in the house that Hashem had told David and Shlomo that in this house and in Yerushalayim that I selected from all of the tribes of Israel, I'm going to put my name forever. This is still Hashem's promise. Uh, we read in Malachim Aleph Tet. I will no longer move the feet of Israel. May Alha Adama Sharmati Lavotechem from the land that I gave to your ancestors, I stood up for your ancestors. 
Meaning, there will be no more exile, no more movement. As long as they are loyal to that which I commanded them, the law and the statutes and the judgments that I gave through the hand of Moshe. That was the promise. Now, we can already expect what's coming because Vayeta Menashe et Menashe misled and misdirected the citizens of Yudav Mishalayim, the Hasotra min Hagoyim, Ashishpin Adonai, to do more evil, worse evil than the nations that Hashem dispossessed, which means, of course, He'll dispossess us. Hashem spoke to Menashe and to His people. They didn't listen, meaning through Nevi'im. Now this is new information. We did not hear it in Melachim. It's alluded to perhaps in uh, in Shayahu. But God brought the generals of Melach Ashur. Remember Ashur had been repelled miraculously in Hizkiyahu's time. They trapped Menashe in crevices. Menashe evidently was hiding and they trapped him in crevices. They tied him in chains and took him towards Bavel. And this is the real new thing. When he was in trouble, he beseeched the face of Hashem. He did tshuva. And he became quite subjugated, deeply subjugated and humbled before Hashem. He prayed to Hashem and Hashem attended to him and listened to his plea. And he brought him back to Yerushalayim to his Malchut. And then Menashe understood that Hashem was God. Now in Malachim, Menashe is evil his whole life. Menashe is never captured by anyone. Menashe is never brought back. Menashe does not do tshuva. Nor does Menashe do any of the things that we're about to hear. But in Divya Amin, we have this whole other chapter in his life. As a matter of fact, in Melachim, Menashe is identified after he dies as the root cause of the decree that can no longer be revoked, the decree of the destruction of Yerushalayim and of Yehuda. In addition, Menashe is blamed not only for ritual sins, between man and God, including Avodah Zarah, but also of mass murders, um, of those who opposed him, etc. He built up an external wall to Ir David, west of the, of the Gichon, which is the spring, and went around the Ophel, which goes up to the uh, the wall of the city, like Biyamiod, and he lifted it greatly. And then he put soldiers throughout all of the fortress cities in Yehuda. He's taking the position that we've seen other kings take of, of strengthening the fortress cities and, uh, and expending his energies on fortifying the defenses. Then he got rid of all the foreign gods from the Mikdash. And all of the Mizvachot that he had built up on the Harbait, and he said, throw them out of, out of the city, destroyed them. He rebuilt the Mizbeach of Hashem, he brought Shlamim and Todah. He told Yehuda that they should worship Hashem. He had this Tshuva, Aval. The people were still bringing offerings on the Bamot, but to Hashem. 
And again, that is the worship of the Bamot. Read about throughout most of Sefer Malachim. It's really only in Yoshiahu's time that it's finally extirpated. And so the rest of the words or the actions of Menashe, his tefillah, the words of the prophets who spoke to him in the name of Hashem, they're all written on the words of Malchai Yisrael. That is not Sefer Malachim, because again, none of that is mentioned in Sefer Malachim. His tefillah and Hashem attending to him, on the other hand, his sin and his trespass from and the places where he built Bamot and set up Asherim and all idols, before his subjugation to God, before his humbling himself to God, they're written in the words of the prophets. He died and he was buried by his family. He was 22 when he took over. He just followed Menashe's path. Now, interesting is that here we are ignoring Menashe's tshuvah. And Amon offered things up to the idols that Menashe had built. But I thought Menashe had destroyed those idols and were gone. And if Amon... Uh, is, is only 22 when he rules. That means that, uh, for most of his growing up time, Menashe, uh, allegedly had already been a Baal Tshuvah. So now the text moves in between and says, Amon did not humble himself as his father did. He, Amon, brought, brought great guilt. His servants rebelled against him and they killed him in his own house. And it's unclear here whether, at least in this text, whether the reason for that is because they were loyal to God as a result of Menashe's tshuva, and then they were disappointed with Ammon, or because Ammon's sins also brought misfortune to the house and therefore they killed him as a way of avoiding future uh, diminishing of power. Then all the people killed the, those who conspired to kill the king. His son, Amon's son, then took over. Yoshiahu is famously uh, the, really the last successful king, uh, the last righteous king, and his uh, story, which is uh, very significant, will occupy the next two prakim. Uh, Parak Lamedalan and Lamed Hay, and then there will only be one more chapter that will take us from the death of Yoshiahu until essentially the end of the Davidic rule and uh, the call to return. We will deal with that in the next podcast, the next few podcasts. In the meantime, uh, we've completed Parak Lamed, uh, Lamed Gimel. We will pick up with the story of Yoshiahu and Parak Lamedalan in the next podcast. We should have a wonderful day.